Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What up, Space Fam? Goals in here for Anime Uproar. Back at it again to discuss the latest developments in the Demon Slayer story. Things are really heating up fast right now. If you enjoyed these Demon Slayer videos, make sure to smash that like button because it really helps with the YouTube algorithm. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe and this is crucial, hit that notification bell or else you won't know when new videos come out. You can now find our videos in audio form on Spotify and Apple Music. Just look up Anime Uproar Audio or click the links in the description and you can download and listen to our videos before they even come out on YouTube. I'm really glad that we've set this up because now if a video gets a false copyright strike and gets taken down for a week or two, you'll still be able to listen to it there. Keep in mind, there will be manga spoilers in this video. Now without further ado, let's jump into it. If you remember, during the last chapter, we got Iguro's backstory and it truly set him up as one of the most tragic characters in the series. He feels unworthy of love and he's trying to die in the hopes that his death will cleanse him of his and his family's sins. It's very sad to begin with, but it's even sadder that he had to see Mitsuri, the woman he loves, get hurt by the Demon King of Pop. He ended up leaving her in the care of some Demon Slayer core members, while he himself continued to fight Muzan. And that brings us to this chapter, where the battle between the OP pillars and the even more OP Muzan rages on. In the first manga panel, we see Nezuko. She stopped running, she's sweating, and she's gripping her right eye. Remember, she was running to help Tanjiro, whose right eye was badly wounded and infected. The infection was spreading and Muzan already wrote him off as dead. The fact that Nezuko is gripping her own right eye and has stopped running seems to suggest that she somehow senses the seriousness of Tanjiro's wounds. It could even be seen as suggesting that she has stopped running because she thinks she's already too late. Again, I obviously don't think Tanjiro will die, but it definitely doesn't look good for him at this point. Then we jump to see how other weaker Demon Slayer core members are helping. They are keeping people away from the battle so that the pillars can just focus on fighting Muzan rather than on trying to help people. Everyone has their role to play. These guys are telling people that the ground caved in, so they should go and get shelter. People worry that it might be a fire, but the Demon Slayer Corps members ensure them that there isn't a fire to keep them from panicking. If they actually knew what was happening, they'd probably freak out even harder than if there was a fire. They may have seen fires in the past, but they probably never saw a human-eating demon with tentacle-like limbs who could murder them all in seconds. People start wondering who these strange-looking people are, meaning the Demon Slayer Corps members. They ask them if they are the police, and our Demon Slayer boys say that they've come at the request of the police, which is believable enough. Some Demon Slayer Corps members are trying to see if anyone needs help. They luckily don't see anyone caught in some of the recently collapsed buildings. Another points out that that's because there are fewer people out that early in the day. Remember, the sun hasn't even risen yet. However, then they hear a cat meowing under the wreckage. One member helps it out and then tries to stop it since it is going in the direction of the fight. But the cat keeps going. We see that it has a bag on its back. You may remember this cat, its name is Chachamaru. This cat was Tamayo's assistant and we saw him as early as chapter 25. Now after Tamayo's death and over 150 chapters after his initial debut, we see him once more. 
He's a true trooper and insanely loyal. Despite the fact that the cat must be hurt, it continues to march forward in the direction of danger, likely determined to fulfill a final mission. This cat is definitely more awesome than any cat I've met in real life. Even I, a dog person, think it's amazing. We then get back into the epic fight between Muzan and the Pillars. We see Iguro fighting and Muzan is even impressed at how the snake pillar kicked away his limb right after he cut it to prevent it from immediate regeneration. You might remember that before, Muzan's neck was cut and it just quickly reattached. However, if someone was fast enough to kick it off as it was being cut, it would be more difficult and time consuming for Muzan to chase after it or regenerate a whole new head. It's not much, but Iguro is showing us that Muzan isn't as untouchable as he seemed at first. Iguro earns a little time with this method, but as Muzan points out, it's a very small amount of time. Iguro mentions how avoiding Muzan's attacks takes a lot of energy. Even though there's a very long time before dawn, the pillars including Iguro are giving it their all, pushing themselves to their limits and risking their lives in order to buy even one more second. Iguro looks like he is in great pain. He's sweating and he's struggling, but he knows that the pillars can't accept defeat. They are surrounded by their fallen comrades and they need to do everything they can to make sure that they didn't die in vain, or in other words, for no reason. That's when we jump to Giyu who loses his sword to one of Muzan's attacks. Just as Tanjiro got infected by Muzan's cell-destroying blood, so did the other pillars. Giyu's hands look heavily infected to the point where he thinks that he can't even grip a sword any longer. Just when it seems like it's the end for Giyu, Iguro and Gyomei with his wrecking ball come to the rescue and destroy Muzan's attacking limb. Gyomei's weapon is arguably the most effective because Muzan can't just reattach the body part like after a straightforward sword slash. The iron ball crushes a large portion of his body rather than slicing it, so Muzan has to spend more time and energy on regeneration. We see Giyu and he seems to be staring helplessly. Sanami throws him his sword and tells him not to space out unless he wants to be taken out. Despite his infected hands, with a painful expression Giyu grabs his sword and starts fighting again. He tells himself that he can do it. He tells himself to pull it together and make the battle one that he won't be ashamed of. I love this mentality. Even though this battle seems impossible and one second seems to last for an hour, the pillars are still committed to doing the best that they can. Even though it's hard and it seems hopeless, they will continue to do their best as long as they can keep going. Even if they're fated to lose, they'll make sure that they give it everything they've got. The only thing that would be shameful and regrettable is quitting before it was over. Then we get Muzan saying that the pillars outdid his expectations. They're holding out longer than he expected them to, but he's not worried. He thinks they'll be dead soon enough, and he points out that there is still 1 hour and 14 minutes until dawn. Keep in mind, the pillars are trying their best to just prolong the fight until the next second, and Mitsuri has already been taken out and Giyu is almost taken out, and there's still almost 4,500 seconds left. Things definitely don't look good for our awesome pillars at this point. According to Muzan, there are less than 5 minutes until the cells of the pillars are destroyed and they die. Since he says that they only have 5 minutes, it really doesn't look good for Tanjiro, who's been infected more severely by Muzan's cell-destroying blood and he's been dealing with it for much longer. Yomei, the strongest pillar, thinks to himself that the situation is bad and that they aren't going to hold out until dawn. If the strongest one is thinking that, you can bet that the others are in even more trouble. 
Sanemi, being the mad lad he is, is still thinking about how he'll tear Muzan apart until there's nothing but a head left. He's thinking this despite the fact that Muzan is clearly way stronger than him. Sanemi is definitely coming off as a fearless boss here, and I like it. After what happened to his brother, he is determined to get revenge, no matter how strong his opponent is. Gyu looks like he's struggling so much that he can't even think, and Iguro worries about how his small body is taking in poison faster. He knows that because of his small size, it will take even less time for Muzan's cell-destroying blood to kill him. Then, just when things seem hopeless, Tamayo's cat makes an appearance, jumping above Muzan. Muzan is caught off guard for the first time in a while by the feline. The thing that the cat was carrying on its back turns out to be a kind of medicine for Muzan's cell-destroying poison. The cat gets the medicine delivered to the four fighting pillars, but then Muzan does the unthinkable. He kills the poor cute cat. The cat bravely sacrificed its own life to give the pillars, and by extension humanity, a better chance against Muzan. What a hero. We see Sanemi's face which is horribly disfigured by the poison, but it starts to transform back as if he just took a sensu bean or something. The pillars notice that their bodily pain has significantly diminished because of the medicine that the cats delivered. Gyome realizes that the relief might be temporary, but he doesn't care since it means that they can continue to fight. That's when Muzan realized that the cat and the medicine were Tamayo's doing. She found a way to stop the effects of Muzan's cell-destroying blood. He comments that she continues to annoy him even in death. Tamayo has really been amazing. She was around since Yorichi fought Muzan, and here she is, way later, still participating in the story, even after she's been killed. She helped Shinobu defeat Doma, and now she's helping the pillars against Muzan from beyond the grave. Muzan was so assured of his victory a second ago, while the poison was still kicking in, but now he's pissed. He's going ham with his demon tentacles and tells the pillars to stop the useless struggling. It's interesting to note that Muzan does not seem to be toying with the pillars here. He's really trying his hardest to kill them, but he can't. They're too good when working together for Muzan to be able to easily finish them off. This really speaks a lot to the strength of the pillars, since they are fighting a Muzan that should be even stronger than the one that Yorichi fought, because he supposedly consumed way more humans since then. Muzan definitely seems to be getting close to hitting them, but not close close enough. The refreshed pillar successfully dodged Muzan's crazy powerful and quick attacks. Iguro thinks that he's doing the worst, that his record is the weakest, and so he wants to get in a more effective attack. He thinks about how when one's life is at stake, they can exhibit explosive growth. It's the idea that pressure makes diamonds, and that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yuguro reminisces about how he had weak hands that only ever held chopsticks before, but he was able to break out of his old jail cell with a single hairpin. He thinks about how Tokito Muichiro, only 14 years old at the time, turned his blade red until the moment he died. It's cool to see how even though Muichiro is gone, his virtuous death is still providing inspiration for pillars and is helping them fight better against Muzan. His legacy lives on. Muichiro proved that a blade can turn red no matter what color it is initially. They can all eventually turn red, a color that the sword of Yorichi, the strongest demon slayer in history and first breath user, was. Yorichi was a user of the strongest breath, the breath of the sun, so that would suggest that red blades represent the power of the sun, which as we know is every demon's weakness, including Muzan's. If they can't wait for the sun to come out, then the pillars might just have to bring the power of the sun to their weapons in order to kill, or at least stall Muzan long enough. Thinking about Muichiro, a demon slayer mark finally manifests on Iguro's body, and his sword begins to turn red. Iguro looks dangerous AF, and I think during the next chapter we are really going to see what he's capable of. 
his last of the pillar is present to awaken a demon slayer mark and now his sword is red too so it really seems like they're hyping him up to be especially powerful now i've been saying for a while that iguro hasn't gotten his time to shine in battle and it seems like that time is finally coming as i expected it would we also know that the last time muichiro's blade turned red gyome and sanami's blades turned red soon after thus we may see everyone's weapons turn red soon and that might make their attacks much more effective against muzan let me know what you think where is this going and how strong do you think Iguro is going to be compared to the other pillars? I truly can't wait to see his full power in the next chapter. Muzan already seemed to be having trouble dealing with the pillars. Now that they are all probably going to get a power upgrade and the others including Tanjiro, Nezuko, Zenitsu and so on might join up soon, it seems like Muzan is really not going to be able to finish them off unless he gets some kind of power upgrade himself. Our Demon Slayers just gotta make sure that they don't let Muzan get away to fight another knight. But anyways, that was it for today's video. Another interesting chapter that seems to be setting up for some especially big developments in the next one. I am specifically excited to see Iguro do his thing. That's gonna be dope. Even though he mentions that he used to be so weak and has an especially small body, it's amazing to see how far he's come. And I have a feeling that in the next chapter, he will set himself up as one of the strongest pillars and then hopefully Mitsuri will be totally head over heels for him. If you enjoyed this video, make sure to smash that like button and share it with a friend because it really helps with the YouTube algorithm. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe and this is crucial, hit that notification bell or you will not know when new videos come out. Make sure you follow Anime Uproar Audio on Spotify or Apple Music since you can download audio versions of all of our videos now and we even drop the videos there before we do here. Check the links in the description and if you are following us already on those platforms, the best way to help us is to give us a 5 star review wherever you're listening. A special thank you goes out to our patrons over on Patreon who help us survive YouTube issues and who help make videos like this one possible. I especially want to thank our pro hero tier patrons, the one and only Gilgamesh, nothing but a fan, Jason Wilson, King Zeldris, Fididala Beat, Anatoly Kazatsky, Alpha Dio, Angel Cruz, and Team Sparky65. And are the one tier patrons, the ones who stand atop all clans, Steven Ingrata, Alolan Atem, MaddieMac239, Makota Kun, The World, Steelers, Tyson Quirino and the school bus. Thank you all so much. If you enjoy our work, you can support more of it by going over to patreon.com slash and becoming a patron today for as little as $1. If you do so, you'll get your name featured in future videos alongside these amazing people right here, and you'll even get access to our private patron-only Discord where we talk about anime, life, and of course, dank memes. So check out patreon.com slash link in the description if you're interested. You can also now join the YouTube channel and support more content that way if you prefer. Whichever way you choose to support us, you can get the same great benefits. Until next time, see you Space Cowboy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.